0: Facebook.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Merch Money. Today we have Neil Lawson from uh, with Merch Informer on the show as our guest. Yes, so exciting. Um, and we are all like, discombob- uh, with me, I'm in New Jersey today at a beach house with 30 people. <laughs> So oh, wow. I'm like in this little bedroom, there's people loud behind me, loud above me, so we'll see how it goes. And I'm using the internet from my cell phone, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but anyway, who, who wants to introduce themselves first? How about Amy, because she's muted, because Amy also is having a lot today.
2: <laughs> yes, I have a bunch of kids in the background, so... <laughs> You know that's that's the life I have. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm Amy Springer, uh, Merch Marvels the nickname, and are, are we doing our positives right now? Sure, go ahead. Okay, sure. all right. So my plus for the week is I have pop sockets and they're selling. People are buying my art.
3: And that makes me really happy. Oh so, hey,
2: awesome pop sockets. Yay! <laughs> and sorry about you know I'm going to be muted a lot because my kids are. Definitely not quiet. So <laughs> <That is> okay. <laughs> okay. As long as you're here, yeah, I'm here, and I'm so glad to be here, and I'm excited about our guest tonight. So this is this is cool. Yeah,
4: awesome. All right. How about the other Amy? Hey, everyone. Um, Amy Nicholas, known as Marketing Mayhem Girl, and I am grateful and excited just to. Be in print on demand. I don't know. Just every day, I'm like, man, there's so many things I could be doing. <laughs> yeah. You, you always have to focus, you know, on the one thing. But I love that there's a lot of opportunity. And as we get closer to Q four, I'm like, I feel like I'm running my little race in excitement. <laughs> awesome. Who wants to go next? Three? I think we're next.
1: Um, oh, Michelle, go ahead.
3: I'm Michelle Wentworth. Um, merch mama and uh, my positive this week was um, being at boost and chasing rhett and link down a hallway to get their picture because i'm such a big fan um i lost all decorum i was running in a sundress oh my gosh awesome rhett link i'm a big fan (laughs) can i have a picture meanwhile they were trying to leave they came in to speak and then they were being escorted out and Yours truly, Crazy Lady. Um, totally did that, but you know what? My kids thought I was so cool because my kids are big brett and Link fans, so I'm the cool merch mama right now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Awesome.
1: All right, Bree.
0: What's up, guys? It's Bree Green, merch maverick, and I would say the highlight of my week has been taking on um, some new clients and, you know, kind of working with them to design their their version of their print-on-demand empire and like getting to know some pretty unique hobbies and backgrounds. That's really cool. Like a lot of niches and things that I that you know I know nothing about. Um, and the other thing that I'm enjoying doing is um, at D4D getting to work with actual. <laughs> And professional graphic designers that um, are completely kind of like outside of the realm of, of just directly working with merch. So I'm learning a lot, um, as well as, you know, seeing some pretty cool stuff in action. So. Cool.
5: Awesome. All right, Hi, Neil. My name is Neil Lassen, known as Neil. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, pops of the week is probably pop sockets as well. Those are selling incredibly well because no one's uploading them. All the niches are pretty much kind of free to, free to take, so to speak. Yes. Sweet. Which is nice to see. And they're so easy to upload. You don't even need to like put that many bullet points in there. So.
1: Absolutely. And I forgot to say my positive of, of the week, but it is also pop sockets. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. And it's also, I was, um, trying out Penji. I'm, I'm about two weeks into trying them out. And, um, so far I've been really happy with it and I've been having them make pop sockets and it's been selling. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys updated, but so far so good. <laughs> so how
5: many yeah. how many pop sockets do you have open? If you don't mind me asking.
1: Um oh gosh, I didn't count. I mean it's not a tremendous amount. I would say probably like fifty, maybe.
0: Okay. That's
1: good though. Yeah, something like that.
0: Um, Helen, I was going to ask too, are you utilizing designs you already have up or are you having them? Yes. of the
1: brand new designs from Penji? It's only three from Penji. Um, but I kind of went through all my designs and all of them that I felt like would look good on a pop socket. I put those on the pop cool. socket.
5: Yeah. If you have the slots, I would put up everything. Some of the, yeah. like ugliest things i've ever seen in a popsicle cuz when you put them down like super small they look terrible i think they look bad still, <laughs> now, still are fun. you
2: saying like are tags selling or cuz i heard like a lot of people like the more graphic designed ones with like see i i'm selling
5: our- both so okay. I've been throwing up like a lot of the texture designs and those are really hard to describe. Like after the fifth one, you're like, do I, what do I call it? It's a red triangle. Like, <laughs>
2: I know. I been like skipping That's my bullet because it's like, what do you put in there? I put everything in my title and then it's like, what do I put in there? So half of them I haven't even been using the bullets, which is probably stupid, but. Copy and paste
3: your title and your bullet.
5: Well, see, yeah, yeah so What I've been doing is I always fill out the bullets simply because I didn't a long time ago and it worked. And then I then it stopped working and I had to go back and edit and, <laughs> and put in the bullet points. So I decided I'd rather take a little bit more time now and put the bullet points in there. Even if I only have a few keywords in there, I mean, most people are skipping the bullet points. I feel like that gives me a slight edge. Yeah, Hopefully. I think so
4: too. I just made myself an easy template that like I can literally just change out a couple of words and everything's cut and paste from there. So,
2: so what do y'all think? Like two or three keywords in the bullets separate from the brand and title?
5: I'm kind of reusing the same ones in the title and mm-hmm. putting maybe one or two extra, so like maybe four keywords max, but it's kind of hard again, with like patterns because with t-shirt designs, I can just open up the listing and already have live and say, okay, this is the key. These are the keywords I use. I know these work cause they're selling. Mm-hmm. Let's just use the same ones. But for the patterns, I'm kind of just, I don't know, experimenting because I don't know the names of these patterns. I'm not very artsy.
2: Me either. I've just been like putting yellow, <laughs> blue,
3: green, pink. Yeah. Like, what do you? Nope. I don't know. Is psychedelic a
4: <laughs> I used that on one. I didn't sell it yet, but I did use it. I like to
3: use Psychedelic? Like,
2: trippy. Yeah. Trippy. I've been oh, using kidding. trippy, too. And trippy I've works. sold a couple of my trippy ones. Ooh. Trippy. That'll trippy. Trippy. <laughs>
5: It works. It works well. You know, back when you could put anything up on merch by Amazon, they didn't care. I dominated that niche because people just, you'd be surprised at how many people buy that type of like psychedelic, weird looking 3D blue and reds uh, (laughs) designs. But I didn't yank them all down.
4: Like the kind where it gives you a headache almost if you look at it too long.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Well, like the kind that you wear to like a rave or something like that yeah those type of designs so excellent but they're all like drug related so i had to pull them down
3: (laughs) um neil i just want to say that i love merch informer and you are the guru you you created merch informer correct uh
5: i have a business partner i'm more of the idea kind of in front of the camera guy yeah um so yeah it Yeah, came up with the idea forever ago because I didn't have enough time in my day. So that's kind of why we built it, was to speed things up so I could do other things instead of search Amazon for eight hours.
3: Well, I know know that um, when people will say, okay, well, what programs do you use? I always say Merch Informers is one of my favorite programs to use. But for the people that are watching that are new to Merch, and don't have your product do you do you want to explain a little bit because your product does so much and i just
5: yeah we keep adding to it so you
3: do you keep adding
5: i guess boiling it down to the most simplistic way i can what it does is it shows you where customers are spending your money their money so that you can position yourself and your products in front of that money just stand right in front of it with your own unique designs and make sure that there's actually an audience there. Because what I see over and over again, people message me, hey, can you look at my design? Can you check this out? Is this niche good? And I look at it. And I have no idea what it is. And and I ask them for some more information. And they're like, Oh, well, you know, my little third cousin, (laughs) twice removed, really wanted this specific design. I'm like, that's a whole audience of one, you want to sell a bunch of shirts, you want like, an audience that is actively buying. So that is essentially what is to do is to help you find kind of where the audience is spending their money so that you can say, Okay, I know that this sub niche is really popular. There's only four other sellers and now you can come to market with something unique. You price put however you want a price of that. That's a whole new discussion. But then, you know, start getting those organic sales, which is uh my favorite part of merch.
1: Absolutely how about we go a little into the background of how you started it? Cause that was uh, the, you started it early, right? Like you got into Merch early and then you started Merchant Informer
5: pretty early. Yeah. So I got into Merch maybe one or two months after it launched. It was still in the period where you could sign up and you would instantly accept it. There was no wait yeah. period. Wow. And so I got in and I, I have Photoshop cause I did a lot of affiliate marketing stuff previous to this, but I didn't know how to use it. So all I, all I knew I'd do is like drag some stuff in there and maybe like enter some text. So that's what I did. I downloaded their thing. I entered some text, and threw them up. And within the first week I'd sold like four or five designs. And I was like, "What? why is someone buying this? I don't know why they're <laughs> buying this, but like it, it worked. And I was doing FBA at the time, hated it. I know a lot of people kill it on FBA. I did not like it. So <laughs> I knew merch was like a thing. So I decided to hire some designers. And as soon as I started hiring designers and building up kind of a team, I was just running out of time because I had to keep these people busy. Otherwise, they were going to leave. So I just sit on the computer eight, 10 hours a day searching stuff in Amazon and opening up hundreds of different tabs, which took forever and building spreadsheets. And then, you know, I was in a previous business to this. I had worked with this guy and I said, Hey, I have this idea. Like, this would speed up a lot of time. We should work together on it. It's like, Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Let's do it. And it took us, I don't know, six, seven months to get like a, a minimal thing that worked. But once it worked, you know, then we're like, yeah, let's, let's release and see what happens. So and then from there, you know, we built we built the account, we sold some merch businesses and decided, hey, each time, you know, we're building this account, there's different kind of pain points and headaches. And then that's why different features start getting added. It's like, oh, we really need a way to make these spreadsheets faster. And then that's why we did the favorites, you can download them in one single button. But as we found more pain points, we added different features.
1: I love that, and I think that's the same thing Brie did too, right? For it to start VA Rentals, it was the same idea. It's like you're doing it yourself, and so you're finding what we need because you're in constantly
0: it constantly evolving too. It's like never-ending project that you just want to kind of keep
5: making better. Yeah, it was, it's so true. I mean, we added the designer, and then all of a sudden, they came up with pop sockets, and pop sockets was a completely different dimension. And I'm like, well. I guess now we're gonna have to add that. So, you know, go back to the drawing board, figure out how to add that tool and figure out how to add that search function. And it just keeps building as, as Merch kind of evolves.
0: And that's the excitement of it.
5: Yeah. And I like it. I mean, that, 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 that's the exciting part to me is- yes.
1: And it's amazing how fast you adapted and got it in there and got it ready oh, to yeah. go for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really amazing.
5: It's not without its faults, though. So, I mean, like, (laughs) at the very beginning, I think we had, like, three modules and they're very bare bones. But I feel like we've listened to the community and built something I'm proud of.
1: Absolutely. Definitely. So, when you first found out about Merch, was it because of Chris Green, or was it some other way that you found out?
5: No. So, I was doing FBA at the time, Uh and I was up at all hours. It was, like, 5 in the morning, and I'm doing conference calls with China, and I Uh was... Hated it. So my business partner, he sent me an article on TechCrunch uh, article about Merch by Amazon. He said, check this out. This sounds like it's up your alley. Looked at it. I'm reading through and it's like, oh, they pay you. What was it back then? It was like seven, Seven, eight bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Seven something, I think. 731 Um, or something. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to talk to a single customer. The greatest thing I've ever heard in my life so, so that, yeah signed up immediately right there opened up Photoshop made a few yeah. very very crude designs and uploaded <laughs> them
1: and ended up working so that's amazing I was wondering because I was doing FBA also and so Chris Green was part of the whole FBA community um, okay. and so a lot of people that were doing FBA at the time they found out from him because he was on everybody's uh, YouTube channels and yep. I I signed up. You were one of them, right? So I also signed up the same like within the first month or two that it was out and immediately got approved. But unlike you, I would just kept it was right. I feel like if it had come out in the summer or like the spring, I would have jumped right on it. But it came out like right during fourth quarter. So I was so so busy with really busy. I was so busy with FBA that I was just like, oh, that sounds like an amazing idea. But I don't have time to learn how to make designs. And Brie wasn't there yet. <laughs> there wasn't, I didn't know where to buy designs. So I was just like, okay. Like I knew it was a good idea, but I just put it off. And then uh, luckily she made VA rentals before my account like timed out. Cause you, <laughs> I had to upload a design before they, like some people they ended up shutting the accounts down cause
5: they never uploaded anything, but. I think, well, see, that's, a, that, that's another thing to talk about though, is like the community is so important. You figured out from the community about this new opportunity. Yes. And for me, I think part of the reason I hated FBA so much is because uh-huh. I jumped into private label right away. I didn't even know about, I didn't know Facebook groups were a thing. So I, oh. I, didn't, I, I didn't know a single person that did FBA. My stuff was stuck in customs multiple times. Like I, I didn't have any, like any resource to reach out to. And, you like, never took
3: them. a PL course or anything?
5: No, I was like, let's just do this. But that's just the way I operate. I like to like figure things out. Yeah. And it didn't work. So I moved on, but it works for a lot of people. So I don't want to trash it. I'm just saying like the community is such an important aspect. Community helps
1: a Mm -hmm. lot. And then I was part of the green room, which, uh, Chris green was, I'm pretty sure he was on, uh, some of their shows also. And, uh, through them, I ended up meeting them to go to Vegas for the, uh, asd conference so it's like then you're like in person meeting people and
4: yeah community helps a lot it really does yeah if you need a question answered it's like i don't even think to google anymore just go into the facebook (laughs) group and ask the question (laughs) or private message like because now you know people
1: well enough that you can
5: be like hey amy like how do you do that and And then you you get those little chats going too yeah like people Mm -hmm. that you trust and be like hey take a look at this rather than yeah. posting it for 60,000 people to look yeah. at <laughs> right.
1: right, yeah, it, it helps so much, so much. So, right. well, anyway, well, I think it's awesome that you that you just dove right in to start Merch Informer. And um, yeah, I don't even know where to begin with that. Like, you it just uh, been evolving this whole time and then you added the design thing so you can make designs right in Merch Informer.
5: Right, well, oh, I think, Going back to the diving right in part, I feel like that's what most people in Merge need to do. And they they have all these questions that hold them back that Chris likes to say they don't need the answer for. But it's so true, they're like, yeah, well, how do I do this specific thing? Who cares? Just just do (laughs) it. Just (laughs) just upload a design and see if it works. Like, just figure it out. The time spent posting in all the groups and honestly, people that know what they're doing get a little annoyed at the same question over and over and over again. are usually going to give you a snarky response. Yeah, and, they, and you could have actually learned something from whatever your question was, just doing it. So yeah. I don't know.
4: There was a question in the chat related to uh, merch. I don't know if he's asking asking. Uh, CM Elizabeth asked, do you feel like there are still profitable niches that don't have bestsellers yet? Meaning are there still niches to be exploited on merch that won't be found through Informer?
5: that won't be found. Yeah, Uh, no. (laughs) No, I don't think that. But yes, I do think there's still profitable niches out there. (laughs) Yeah, that's a true question. (laughs) We live in a world of like, unlimited possibility, essentially. Mm -hmm. And I still run across niches where there's maybe one or two sellers. Now, they're not gonna be flying off the shelf 50 a day. But I might put up a design, sell one a month. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I still make money doing that doing nothing. I mean, aside from the f- <laughs> first time you uploaded, so yeah, I'm good with that. Because if it's
4: profitable, it's going to show up in your your database. <laughs> I mean, right? Like that's exactly. the whole point. Exactly.
5: Yeah. So I mean, you, there's there's tons of opportunities out there. I think that's the main issue though with people that are like, oh, I'm not selling very well. Aside from um, seasonality, right? We're kind of in the lull. I've had pretty bad sales the past few days. But aside from that, I think a lot of people what they're doing is you know, they find a niche. Cats. They're like, oh, cat niche, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just throw a bunch of cat designs. That's so broad, like you have to narrow it down. <laughs> you need
3: like uh, a cat pinata. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, it's so much smaller. I mean, if you look at if you just type in like, I don't know, cat shirt, you probably have a hundred thousand results on Amazon. You're never gonna get found and you're gonna be one people go to Amazon, or Facebook, you know, why am I not selling? Blah blah blah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you really, really have to niche down, and that takes time, which is time that people either don't want to spend and the what the people who spend that time that find the, I won't say nugget, but you know, to find the, the small niches I think are going to be the ones who ultimately see the most profit from their shirts.
3: Right.
0: Neil, do you find that um, having a little bit of a background in Amazon FBA contributes to how you look at merch a little bit differently? Like for instance, for me and like what you just said, I'm, I'm more inclined, I think to look at data and things, whereas someone that's new, that's like maybe an amazing artist or graphic designer is, is used to like really focusing on their art. And then sometimes they put it up on merch and like nothing, you know? So I just wondered if you.
5: So I don't know about FBA, but I did a lot of affiliate like ranking huge websites before I jumped into merch and like you no know, understanding the keywords and looking at like strict data. I don't know. It, it's hard. <laughs> I, I do agree with what you said because. Like, I'm so data focused because that's how every business in the world and actual businesses is run is looking at the data and the statistics and then, you know, calculating out what you need to do. But a lot of people get so attached to their designs because they spend four hours on it. Like if I did that, I'd be attached too. but a design to me is it, it it's a dollar figure that I paid someone else to do. It's not, it, it's not related to my time. So, and I think that people that do the best even if they do their own designs are willing to take a step back like ken ken i, I don't know if he's going on after me i think he might be um, <laughs> he wanted to we He wanted, wanted to be, the amy's wouldn't allow it okay okay <laughs> but what, what ken does well is he still does his own designs but he's if a design bombs he's not like oh I, I need to sell this design and upload the same style 250 more times he goes that didn't work and he moves on i think that's like that is what people need to understand is that figure out what's not working so that you can move on to something that does
0: i always yeah. say don't be so closely married to the design yes. Like, yes be willing to change it be willing to toss it if it doesn't work i, mean, I know okay. i
3: do that i will i will if i see it's not selling i'll tweak the keywords and if it's not selling it's gone <laughs> i think <make> another one <laughs> they make my own designs I'm Like. <laughs> I think I, I could. Oh, I,
1: sorry, Helen. I was just gonna say real quick. I think another obstacle, not just being attached to designs, like because for me, I'm not attached to designs because I buy them. But what I fall into is you get busy and you feel like you're just rushing. Like I'm like, okay, I got to upload designs. I got to do this. I got to do that. And you don't like stop and be like, okay, well, research is the most important. Let me stop and do that. Like that. That's the. Pitfall I fall into where I just get busy well, and
5: what is do with, other stuff. What is with people? All they care about is tearing up. I don't. Um, I'm
1: it. one of those people.
5: But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. It's right. It's, it's true. It's true. Why? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well,
3: no, that's that's why you're on? Teach me. <laughs> it's funny because Ken Ken brought that up. Um, up at the Rocky Mountain Reseller Conference. Like, why are people in such a hurry to tear up? And I think I, I can't even get all my uploads done in one day. If So I'm not in a hurry. But I I it, it, people, here's the
1: thing I can tell you my rationale. It's
5: probably okay. wrong. Let's but, hear it. Let's hear it. But, okay.
1: But my rationale is that I have been in some way or shape or form working with Amazon for the past four years. So with FBA and with different things. And Amazon changes so fast, and they tend to let people who had something keep it. Like, they, so for instance, I was um, ungated in selling Legos and selling different things. And then new people that came on were not allowed to do that. So, my rationale is like, I don't know how easy it's going to be to tear up in the future. I don't know if they're going to stop it at like tier 1000 and you can't get past it. Like, because when you first joined Amazon, you could just join. Now it's like that's true. You know, sometimes people can't. So I'm like, what if in the future no one can ever get to tier ten thousand? So to like, me, I'm like, I just want to lock it in and I then take I'm a Amber. step back and
5: be like, Wait, okay, on, now. Why? Why did you join Merch by Amazon though? Was it to upload a bunch of shirts, or was it to make a lot of money? <laughs> like I think we're all here to, to make money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, and that's the thing because to me. I, and this is what we've gone back and forth because I'm always the one that's like, no, I wasn't. And that's probably why I probably make the least out of everyone. But it's because um, to me, I think of it long term and I think of it as passive income. And I think of it as like working with Amazon, who's ever changing. So I want to keep I want to get to the 10,000 so that years from now I have 10,000 shirts making income and I can keep increasing the prices later after they've sold a lot. So that's, I don't know, that's my rationale. It's probably wrong, but.
5: Fair enough, I mean, I don't know. See, the, the thing is, here's the thing, right? So I see these people that are racing to tear up and they're uploading 400 variations of the same design every day. And <laughs> 399 of those end up coming down in 90 days, now six months, what? that doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help anyone. It doesn't make <laughs> you yeah. more money. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't do it that way. What
1: the way I did it was buy 2,000 designs from Brianna. I keep calling you Brianna. I know it's Brie, but <laughs> I, can't, I can't I don't know. I just That's do it. Right. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I the designs from her. So it was they were all different. They weren't the same at all. There were all different niches, they were all different. And then those can go on five products, and now we have pop sockets also. So they are all different. But but yeah, it's Fair
4: enough. Well, I don't know. Well Oh yeah. sorry right, I was just gonna say real quick, um in reference to the people feeling like they're you know just gonna cry in their cheerios over the design not selling <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh, so i I have a uh, another business that's I have stock video footage clips online, right, and it's a very passive business like merge once everything's up, you know, cool, might sell one day, may never sell. I just looked at. know because it's such a small percentage that sell and of course some of them sell a couple times and some of them just never right Sell. and i just looked at it as like i was having so much fun filming and editing you know maybe not so much the upload but (laughs) the other two (laughs) parts of the process that i didn't it didn't bother me you know what i mean i had a good time i was out in nature maybe or or some city i'm not familiar with filming stuff and it was just fun so I think if people are designers, that they should focus on the process and not necessarily the end result. If that's going to bother them in that sense.
5: Well, see what what I find fun is that someone out in the wild that I've never met is like buying the product I just put up. Like that's the, the fun picture. part, for me. <laughs> right? Because I'm not the one who's designing it, and I'm not the one like I I like that people are wearing the stuff that I came up with that yeah. someone else designed because that, I'm
3: paid that's for. what I like. And yeah. I couldn't even color in the lines in third grade like the lines that I make. So that was a weird thing for me. But I agree with you, Neil. That's, um, that's kind of what I like about it is that someone
4: out there is like wearing my shirts.
0: <laughs> yep.
4: I like the idea that that idea wouldn't have existed without me. It wouldn't be on a
5: shirt without me.
4: You know what I mean? Even though I didn't make the design and I didn't, like, yeah. physically print it.
5: Right. Someone liked it enough to, like, search it out and buy it.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like a little... You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> i done good.
2: <laughs> now, like, for me, I've made all of my shirts. So... Well, with the exception of maybe, like, five. But I've made all of mine, and every time somebody buys it, it still floors me in the same way. Like, oh my gosh, somebody is wearing my shirt, my idea, what I've, you know, created. And it really is a little bit of that pat on yeah. the back. It's, it's a cool feeling, you know. I, I don't get, like, too attached to my stuff, though. I mean, there's times where I'm like, why isn't anybody giving my stuff some love? But, <laughs> you know, I let it go because at the end of the day, it's about making money. And you
5: know. Well, I think that same feeling, though, is why people feel so bad when their stuff doesn't sell. They're yeah. like, wow, I created this and they take no it one wants it.
4: everybody hates me and i'm not talented if people would keep in mind like for instance like i did a lot of shopify and i did print on demand on shopify and i ran facebook ads and i mean you you're really doing like the average if you are like a one percent store so one percent conversion rate if you know a hundred people come to your store you're lucky you get that one sale right Um, if I did my math right, (laughs) but I mean, it's so, it's so small. And I think people forget like when they're in the smaller tiers that you really, it's, I I said it like, I don't know if it was today or or one of my other power punch videos. I said that it really took to like tier 1000 before I could see enough data to be like, Oh, this is the kind of stuff that was probably good to keep, you know, putting up and keep selling
5: right
4: thousands. It takes thousands, you know, (laughs) that's just the way it is in print on demand. I feel.
5: Well, the 80, I don't know about you, 80-20 rule, I feel like that applies pretty closely to my sales. You know, 20% end up doing the the majority of the work there.
2: And that's really encouraging to hear because I I think that's pretty accurate for me too. Yeah. And I mean, you put up 100 designs and only 20 of them sell, it's kind of disheartening, but at the same time, it's like, that's actually, sorry, (laughs) that's really... (laughs) That's really encouraging and promising because, yeah, the 80-20, it, it seems to apply well. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're really on the 80-20
4: part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree. We're
3: excited.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just a, a life principle it, and not even just so much. Well, maybe more business, but every business I've done, that's the case.
5: Yeah. I, yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree
4: with that i think with print on demand it's it's such a a huge difference sometimes like if you put up a thousand shirts you know you you're pretty much like in the norm if what like i don't know 10 to 50 of them sell you know even somewhat consistently right but i think there's oh, also
5: a go ahead go ahead
1: i was just gonna say it's it's part of this so uh when you're t- answering um somebody in the facebook group asked like what is normal to expect like when you first start or when you're under tier 500 like what is like an average amount of daily sales or weekly sales so it kind of goes with that 80 20 like if you only have 100 shirts up you know how many do you think you'll be selling a week
2: i think it's tougher the 80 20 rule in the in the lower tiers the actually low, yeah. I, yeah. I mean that you don't have like neil's talking data and I don't think you have enough of that to go on in the small tiers. So I don't, you're just gonna... I don't think
5: you should. I think you should focus on trends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean? if you throw the spaghetti out, right? Yeah, if you have 10 slots available like, and you put up a cat t-shirt, you're never going to sell it and you're going to be disappointed. But if you have 10 slots available and you put up 10, I don't know, what's the next holiday coming up? Halloween? Halloween, yeah. Yeah, 10 Halloween shirts and you make them all unique and make sure they're good. You know that one T-shirt design could sell 150, and all of a sudden, boom! You're tiered up to 500.
4: Now, quick example: when you say Halloween shirt, if you wanted them to go deeper, like give an example of like a couple of niches they could dive into and combine an Halloween
5: shirt like, sub <laughs> niches. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Halloween candy, candy corn, candy corn for. I don't know, kids dressed as cats. I mean
0: <laughs> you, you have to like oh, yeah.
5: look look at the data. i d I'm not right, right have in front right. of I
0: you. I like to combine them too, like do like Halloween, you know, directed for I don't know, nurses. Or- yeah. Right, exactly. Profession.
5: Right. And if you can get something that's trending, I mean if you take Halloween and I don't know, put in some politics in there. Yeah,
4: uh, that that's stuff right.
5: usually does really well if you can get it <laughs> get it to the front page. But but I combining
4: think it's- uh, with something, like you said, trending, like something you see on Twitter. I mean, it's Pride Month, which is kind of, you know, not really Halloween, but you could take something that's already kind of trending a lot and then
5: put it together. Exactly. And mash it together and then you throw it up. And if it doesn't work, that's fine. Try something else. Right. But if it does work, then, I mean, you're going to be rewarded. You're going to get out of those small tiers. And now you can start doing some stuff with Evergreen. And mm-hmm. then you can look at the data. Because once you have the data, it's so easy. I mean, you, you go through and you're like, okay today I sold this many shirts, you go through, okay, this many niches. And then you can take a second look at those niches and say, oh, so this sub niche did well, this sub niche did well. Okay. Let's put 20 to 50 more designs in these sub niches. And then all of a sudden, you know, you put up 50 designs and because it's such a sub niche that you've identified as actually profitable and you come up with good stuff, 20 of them sell out of 50, now you're making a lot more money in the same niche you're already in because you understand it.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good, is that like kind of a good round number if say you were at tier 1000 or above to throw another 50 up
5: if on you, top of that? If you, if, I, if you have the slots, I say just mm-hmm. do it. Okay. I mean, if you don't have the slots, it's really, really hard to hit yeah. a niche like that. But if you do, I mean, I don't really see a downside to them. You can always remove them if you need if you need the room. But one point I was going to make before we got into that is, uh, I think it really matters that the designs are good. Because a lot, of, a lot of the time I see from a lot of people in the groups, or they show me their pictures, and I'm like, "That? I'm sorry, that's bad. It's just bad." I mean, yeah. a lot, a lot of these are bad, and that's fine if you're not a designer. My stuff's bad. You should see the stuff that I make. Terrible. It's terrible. But it has to be good because I mean, you were talking about passive income earlier. If your stuff isn't good now, people are going to blow by you as the quality increases and more competition comes. But if you make sure your stuff's good now, you're going to continue selling into the future, and you'll actually get the data you need. But I think it's really important that you have quality stuff.
0: And I think I think people have to take time to educate themselves on what makes a quality design because not everyone has an eye for it. You know,
4: right? True. Um, yeah. Wow. One thing I noticed recently, and I guess I was sort of learning this in the back of my mind, but didn't put two and two together, was like, don't use too many fonts on one design because it looks cluttered. It looks bad. I don't care what the niche is. I think any time you do this, it just it just results in like not a good design.
5: I don't think I have any shirts that have more than, say, three. Okay. Or really like two or one.
4: But isn't that yeah.
5: The
0: golden rule of graphic design, like I have no idea. <laughs> not but, sure. Uh, but, like I've heard a, a lot that you don't want to go past like three fonts. Ten, yeah. Ten, blend there one. was a
1: graphic designer that commented on our uh, one of our YouTube videos, and according to him, <laughs> you can never use more than two. So two I don't
4: right, know. Okay. Uh, I kind of think two is is good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But
5: but not listening to people is sometimes beneficial. Yeah. Like, uh. I found There's- that to be true when it comes to pricing. Um, that's just me.
1: So what do you do with pricing? Why don't we go into that topic?
5: <laughs> oh, boy.
2: Uh, what do I do uh, with pricing? Nobody wants
3: to talk about that.
1: <laughs>
2: you don't have so to. I, I mean- want to talk about it because yeah. I right, have, I'm a big fan of y'all's, um, your blog. Okay. And the little case studies that you have done. Yeah, so I've ahead. been playing around with some of the nuggets that have been dropped in there. So I'm, I want to hear all about this
5: okay so grand scheme of things all the shirts on amazon the average price is nowhere near 1999 i don't know where people got it in their heads that that is such a great price to sell it it makes more money but i like to do volume for uh, two reasons one it makes me decent money not complaining and two if you do volume you stand a better chance of getting reviews which I think is pretty much the most important part of like the longevity of your design. Cause if you, if you get those reviews, you're going to keep selling that design forever. Cause you outrank at anyone who comes in that niche, you're still going to be first mm-hmm. or above them because they don't have any of the reviews. You have that social proof, you have those sales, but in order to get the reviews, I mean, something like less than 1% probably leaves them. I'm not sure of the actual data, but in order to do the volume you need to get that single review, you need to move more product. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard if you sell one shirt at 19.99 and then a month goes by and you sell one more shirt at 19.99 and then another month goes by. Like I'd rather sell five shirts at 14.99 and make the same amount of money, but I'm doing that volume.
1: I, I 100% agree with that, and we we talked about pricing a few episodes back, and I I said almost word for word. <laughs> so part of my part of my like. Going for 10,000 and stuff is because it is quantity. So, you know, I'm all about quantity because the, it makes a huge difference. If you like to me, I'm thinking of this long term, like it's not about the money right now for me, which, you know, I have to be careful because then my cash flow gets messed up. And, you know, I really should have it be about the money right now to make sure I can keep everything going. But I mean, the most important thing to me is building those sales because not only even if you don't get the reviews, which you will get the reviews eventually if you sell enough, but even if you don't just having that many sales per month, makes your shirt rank higher. And then if your shirt ranks higher, it makes a huge difference. So it's like if like the goal of having 10,000 kind of helps me keep on track, making sure I'm selling 10,000 shirts, because if I can sell that many, it's going to help long-term like it might not help me right this second like you know maybe i should be focusing on something else but uh i think long term if you can get your shirts ranked and reviewed uh it helps a
5: lot Mm -hmm. well you mentioned something about it's not about the profit and i don't know if i saw this in a comment or someone messaged me but someone said something along the lines of like the longer i can make zero money like the less competition i'm gonna have and that's exactly what merch is and what what Amazon is? I mean, that's what yeah. Amazon did. They, uh, yeah. Yeah, they undercut everyone until no one else was in the game, and then now they're making incredible profit. Yeah,
1: I, I always, space. I always think like that, but then I'm like, okay, Helen, like you're not independently wealthy. Like eventually, <laughs> I have to carry. Eventually, I have to carry about profit. So. You got
4: a billion dollar company. But... I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm right
1: on that. I was trying to make it to fourth quarter before I worried about money, but. I might have to start raising my prices this summer, and then <laughs> so but you can start like October. I mean, I—I I mean, all last year it was not about money. I bought all the designs and was selling them just to get sales and ranking and reviews. And a lot of my shirts have reviews now. Like it did help. It did matter.
5: Well, see, once they have reviews, then you can start bumping up. That's what yeah. I do. So I'll start yeah. bumping them up a dollar at a time. And yeah. if they don't—if they don't slow down, they keep going up to a dollar, up to ninety nine. I'm not going to yeah. go above that because. Yeah the data says that's really dumb thing to do. So that's my max, but you know, before that I'll do volume. As soon as it gets that review, start bumping it up, gets another review, bumps up more.
2: And that's still a practice that you're doing today with the designs that you are uploading say this morning, you're going to price them low. You're going to sit back, you're going to wait. And once they start gaining reviews and momentum, you're going to slowly increase. Um, Okay. uh,
5: Yeah. So, in the very beginning, so when I first joined and everyone was pricing at 99 and the royalty structure was a little bit different, I'd price every single thing I put up at fourteen ninety nine. I still made over four dollars a shirt. I thought that was great because <sighs> I pay under that or at that for a design. So I was like, it's a zero sum game. As long as I can sell it once to someone, uh, I actually make twenty eight cents, I think it was. So <laughs> I thought can about I ask- it. That- yeah, sorry. Go
2: ahead. Um are you doing the same thing with pop sockets right now? No.
5: No, no, see, no! I'm not. I don't. 14.99 a pop
2: socket?
5: Yeah, because there's there's zero competition. Mm-hmm. Before, okay. before yeah. when I started, you know, there's a lot of shirts on Amazon and yada yada yada. But now there's like literally no competition. I'll type in know, I'll type, cat cat pop socket right, and if you did that right when they came out, you might see ten of them.
1: I sold a unicorn. I sold a unicorn pop socket, and I'm like, you know, that's, that's a big, ha- yeah. yeah, that's a hard niche. And I didn't, I didn't niche down at all. I just put unicorn pop socket, pretty much, like, <laughs> and it sold. So I mean, yeah, it is pretty wide open right now.
2: It's so crazy. basically, right now with the pop sockets, the good idea is to just price at fourteen ninety nine. Yeah,
5: that's um, um, that's what I'm doing. That's, that's yeah. what I'm doing. I don't know if it's a good idea. I guess we'll see. But... Okay,
2: well, that's not what I've been doing. So it's, it's it's what yeah. have you been doing? Are you going low ball? A little bit, 12.99, 87 cents a pop socket. But ah. I have sold a couple at 14.99, so.
4: Might as well if the market is like not
5: saturated, you know? Basically
2: well, I, I was kind of going at it, like I want to get a nice BSR and then I'll go back up, but.
5: Well, see, if you have, see, here's my thing. I was like, if I have the time, I'm going to sit down and upload as many as possible. Now at 14.99 when the market is completely open. And then, late, mm. and then later, let's say like, I don't know, six months from now, I'm going in, I'm trying to put up a cat design in a pop socket form. Now I might decide to go down a little bit because now everyone's had the chance to get mm. up there. and put their Right. Design.
3: Yeah.
1: Glad I, think, I asked. Okay, I think thank Amy, you. I think Amy, just try it and see like the only reason to price lower is if it makes you sell more of them. So right yeah. now... If there's not enough competition that like it probably won't help you sell more to have it be lower
2: well with neil like i'm sorry i'm not a stalker or anything i've just read a lot hey you know you like to go in on those niches that people are buying so you like to go in where it's busy so yeah. pricing down yeah okay it makes sense with because the, pop that's the versus t-shirts that's where the oranges, money is
5: yeah. That's where the money is, and I like to chase where people are spending a lot of it. Because that now, how I are you? More.
2: How are you doing your research with pop sockets? Uh,
5: currently, I'm not doing much of anything. I just resize them all. Okay. So all of my shirts, and I'm just throwing that up. Plus, I'm throwing up just patterns. Now, once I have all my stuff actually up, which is going to take me who knows how long, then I'm going to start doing research on them, and looking at specific patterns or what specific type of. Like I don't really know what sells a lot of pop socket. I'm just throwing stuff against the wall that I already have because I might as well I might as as well repurpose what I paid for
4: yeah Yeah. are you focused on like ones that I've already sold as a shirt or just everything everything Everything.
5: because a lot see here's the thing a lot of people um that I'm with on like Skype or something like oh look at this look at this shirt that's never sold for me and I've sold like 10 of these pop sockets yeah. I was thinking
1: that too. Like some of the shirts actually looked a lot better on a pop, pop sockets. <laughs> or they're like yeah. funny enough that people might not really want to wear it as a shirt, but as a pop yeah. socket, it's like it's cool. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's a joke, you know?
2: Yeah. I, what do you think? Should we be going all in right now with pop sockets and kind of putting yes. t shirts on the back burner for a bit or
5: a little bit of both? Uh, all pop sockets. Because all pop there's, sockets. There's, there's no competition.
0: Pop sockets all day, every day. All day, yeah. all day. But, well, no. well, I mean, here's the
2: thing. The, or are you just saying that? So everybody will do pop sockets as you're like loading all the shirts. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I got, got them all. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, you get a lower lower royalty, but if there's um, a market there that no one's competing in, which is kind of where we're at right now, right? Was, to my understanding, there's there's Pop Socket, the brand. And Amazon is the only company that is, like, licensed to print their branded products, from my understanding.
2: That's what I've been researching, too, which is really promising and really exciting, too, Mm
5: -hmm. for us right now. Well, right, and it means they're going to dominate the market. So I want to be right there when they do.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
5: I mean, everyone's printing T-shirts. You can go anywhere and everywhere and buy a T-shirt.
2: And now, you know. the only people you have to worry about stealing your stuff are other merchers. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> uh, I know there's people listening that don't have pop sockets yet. We did a
0: uh, we I did a them. poll.
1: We did a poll in the Facebook group, and it was like the vast majority do not have it yet. You I you have any? Him,
5: I like, get them in the first wave. I didn't, I didn't get them personally, but it was awful. I was watching yeah. all my friends upload them. Oh, look, I sold like 15 of these. I'm like, yeah. 15? I, uh, <laughs> I don't have a single, I don't even have that drop down.
4: Were you crying in your Cheerios, new?
5: I was crying in my Cheerios. <laughs> I really wanted them. I oh, was too.
4: I, you know. I, have a, I checked I, 50
0: times was to down. see. I crushed
3: over and over again too. <laughs> I kept saying, do I have it? Crap, I don't. You know, I kept <laughs> doing that. Oh, it drove me crazy.
2: <laughs> Y'all, when Why I saw that I finally got them on, go on, on my account, on. I probably that's did
3: three backpacks.
2: <laughs> just kidding. I can't do those. I
0: was just going gonna- <laughs> <laughs> see that, Amy. I yeah.
4: wanna see that. I want to see that video.
5: <laughs> uh it was Good funny. Luck. <laughs> my, my girlfriend got accepted to pop sockets before I did. What? She uploaded one and sold one in like 35 minutes.
0: Oh it was my so God. quick.
5: Was, and then I'm sitting there at the computer like I don't have them enabled. I'm just like shocked. I've never seen a shirt, like a shirt sell that. Oh, well, I have, but I have a lot of shirts. That was like the f- first 10 pop socks to put up. One sold in like 30 minutes. Wow. wow. So I, I think that's a big thought, opportunity there.
4: Yeah, I kind of thought, because it was like a two-day window before I sold one, and I had put up maybe 50. And I always think in terms of like 50 with Amazon, because I do okay. Amazon and Shopify, and I'm like, I'm going to throw up 50 of this and see how it goes, you know? And so I was like, oh, I'm going to do 50 pop sockets. We'll see how it goes. And then a sale two days later. I'm like, this is a
5: good sign. This is a really good sign, <laughs> you know. And I am just like, let's go pop sides, <laughs> hardcore. Which is, which is funny because they then they put up because everyone's probably bitching and moaning and sending in uh, emails to them. They put up a thing that said they need to take three days to index. Like three days. She just sold in thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where the disconnect is, but yeah,
0: my I'm already finding a few too that are that are uploading a lot quicker.
5: Yeah. Right. Right. So. Who knows what that uh, message was. That message is probably to tell people to stop emailing us. We <laughs> well, Everybody's
2: so busy checking to see if their keywords are indexed right now. Right. And, you know, and they're like, it's all red. Amazon, what <laughs> the heck is this? And I'm like, it's on the heck down. You know, it's a brand new thing. Just give it a minute.
5: Yeah. Info- but, you know, like
2: we were talking about earlier, people get attached to their designs, their t-shirts. We're attached to our pop sockets. We realize that right now, like, like Neil was saying, is the prime time to get in. So it's like, why aren't they selling? They should be selling. Why isn't this selling Amazon? Why isn't this index? Shut up.
4: Right. <laughs> <laughs> days? Yep. Uh, Info Planet asked if you think it's a fad or will it
5: last long-term like a t-shirt? See, I was talking to Ken about this because I'm like, I don't, I don't really... Where's mine? So I he, uh, he printed me one. Here's mine on my phone.
4: Uh-huh. Before,
5: before they came out. And I'm thinking to myself, This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Um, Until I put it on my phone and then all I do is fidget with it. That's what uh, I do all the time. (laughs) So I'm thinking to myself, well, I don't know if this is just a fad or the more I think about it, it's actually functional. You can set your phone up like this and you can hold it. I think it's more of an accessory. Mm. Oh, you so just don't give
0: me an idea. They need to add like a fidget spinner on
3: the end of it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: I, thought, I I saw one I in the mall that had, had a, a straight stocking
3: stuffer. This for on Amazon. I think this is going to be a great <laughs> Q four item. Q four uh, is now. Here's the funny <laughs> thing. So the uh, so I've been reading
2: up on pop sockets, and last year before Christmas, mm-hmm. there was an article about how pop sockets were going to be the pop the uh, stocking stuffer of the year well okay. i'm not so sure if that happened last year but that might be the case for us this year so yeah. i think it's gonna be, be like what was i saying to y'all a merry
1: pop in q4 yes
5: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> i
3: think it probably I didn't, I didn't have any
5: idea how like popular these things were. i think
1: it was a big stocking stuffer last year and like in my opinion of like everybody that i've seen it's people that are like 21 and under and yep. then the moms of those people. So yes. it's, those are the two groups. That's it. And everybody that's not one of those two groups doesn't know what it is. <laughs> but it's
3: <really laughs> well, you're going to catch on. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's really a 49 yeah. year old who has one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. the mother of those kids. It's exactly. Just but yeah. that's it. and you love them, and
1: I think that the other people are gonna get it because, like, people my I'm thirty five. Like the my whole group of people are not really the first wave of this. But once I have it, I mean, I'm sure I'll use it and like it. So well, I, I, had, think- I
2: saw I saw this one thing the other day. Somebody bought bought two pop sockets, put it on the back of their phone, and wrapped their earbuds around it. I was like, that's flipping genius! Oh, I like that. Yeah, now yeah. well, that's no. a functional
4: use. I would enjoy. <laughs>
2: Me too. <laughs>
4: You know, I mean,
2: I'm thinking they're
0: too. They're multi-purposeful um, too. So, I would assume that the seasonal ones might sell really well because I'm someone that I don't. I mean, I'm wearing all black right now. I don't wear any color, and I don't wear much for design. So, like seasonal T-shirts, I'm not big into that for myself. But I would totally get pop sockets for every season, and mm-hmm. you know, have different ones on the back of my phone. So that's. that's See, that's I need to buy one. I need
2: to find out like how interchangeable are these? Like, mm-hmm. can you just? easily replace
3: one with the
4: other. Yeah, and Michelle. This yes. But yes, you
3: can. You I can. I second one. Yeah. That's good. Okay. That, that is good.
4: Because okay. I've heard people might be using them to collect. Like, they want to have different ones, different, like, seasonal, like you said, Brie, or, like, maybe it's kind of like women with purses, and then they want it to match yeah. their outfit. I've heard. <laughs> it is.
2: I've heard it that teens like to trade them with their friends. Okay. So that's and
0: cool.
4: Sometimes your nails.
0: I know that sounds weird, but... <laughs> Matching well, your nails, yeah, that's a good
5: one. Yeah. Do you, I don't know which one you asked me about researching them. So I take back what I said. I did look on Etsy. Okay, it's very popular to sell stickers that you can just put on the back of these pop socks. Like, oh, gotcha. I haven't looked at anywhere that'll actually like make those for me yet. But I think that might be something I'll look into. But people buy these stickers instead of the whole pop sock, and they just put it on the back to like put the sticker on it. So, yeah, you put a sticker on it.
4: So, you only have to buy one base basically.
5: <laughs> exactly. So, that's kind of
2: smart. I mean, and there's so many print on demands that, that are known for their stickers, like Redbubble. Mm-hmm. So, going into Q4, stickers, stickers. with that in mind. Not a bad idea. You hey, can...
5: I have a question for you guys. One, who is selling on Redbubble? You are, you are, okay. And do you use a VA for Redbubble?
2: No. Yeah. I, I have trust I have issues. So,. so. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> and you
5: haven't had any issue?
2: I haven't, but I don't... I mean, I'm not, like, uploading tons of stuff either. I'm lucky if I get three or four new designs a week. So,
4: I had an issue with my first account, and I want to say I was the only person that logged into that account. And it just... Okay. Let, me, pass,
1: about with Let me pause sorry. for one second. Michelle just uh, messaged me saying that somebody said that we don't have sound. Can everybody hear us? Can you guys type in the chat if you... Can hear us? <laughs> yep, that would be bad. People watching? Well, I can hear y'all. I can hear Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people have put a few comments, so I think that they can hear us. Okay, but... so, so uh-huh.
3: yeah, I just got a PM, so I just panicked and just...
1: I just want to make sure, because that yeah. would be really Sounds bad. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> can, no, can you. Sorry, that, guys.
2: Man, so... that was that would suck, because just... y'all just missed, like, crazy nuggets. <laughs> Yeah. And, now and I, I forgot like, what you talking okay. about. We got to move on.
4: Redbubble. Well, with Redbubble, yeah, they just banned my account for like no reason. Didn't tell me why. Just shut it down. Was like, here's your last commissions. Goodbye. And when I tried to find out what happened, no response. I sent like yep. multiple emails and then, um, I went into like a Redbubble Facebook group and people were very sympathetic, but nobody was in there from Redbubble, of course, that could help me or direct me. And I've heard of it happening recently to more people than just yeah, shutting so, your account
5: so my girlfriend's got a pretty decent account by all accounts you know on merch and i was like okay let's take your designs and spread them out oh great idea so opened a redbubble account hired a va the va uploaded like 20 designs and they banned her they <laughs> didn't tell her why um she emailed four times finally, yeah they won't answer finally yeah. got a response before oh, <laughs> you violated the policy like our content policy or, you know, they're usually, whatever the agreement is. Right, right. Absolutely nothing. Um, don't open a new account.
4: <laughs> what?
5: So, that's, I'm not a yeah.
4: yeah, I mean, they are, um... And y'all think that's because of VAs? That It they're... didn't happen to me with a VA. Like I, like I said, I think I just was the only person in my account when I had the first one. Well, now, did you is... get
0: back on there? Is that yeah. what... Yeah. ...you'll ask, but... You know what I mean? Like when you have an account, does it say somewhere that it's only the account owner that can access it? Or maybe are they looking I at didn't see the that. speed at which things are uploading? Maybe. I don't know.
5: It could be. I mean, it was like 20 or 25 designs. And all it was, was we had another VA make a huge spreadsheet of each design on Amazon, you know, the link to the design in the folder, the bullet points and the title. So all all the VA had to do is copy and paste, and somehow that violated something on Red yeah, it
0: might have been the speed, then. It, um, some of these print on demand marketplaces, they're they're flagging accounts um, for the speed at which the files, because they want the quality to main, be maintained, and they don't mm-hmm. want us using bulk uploading software. Like right, didn't right. want it to turn into like that's ju-
2: kind of what I was wondering if it had to do with all the noise about the different bulk uploaders and if that's why they're like on alert. Which that's, mm. I mean, how can yeah. you do that though if you're not for sure? I don't right. know. And then well, we now, how do they
5: can't even give you a clear explanation as to what exactly. you violated. Well, because she, she sells on Etsy too, and I was like, okay, why don't you reach out to Printful and just ask them before you have the VA start uploading there? Yeah, if it's okay. Right. And they got back to her right away. You know, I think they have like live chat. Of yeah, course, you can have true. your your employee that, from another country log in. That's fine.
4: Yeah, and Etsy Etsy is completely okay with it as long as you disclose every person touching the account in the shop member section. Right. So, so I people think that she's... skip that get their account banned. <laughs> right. So do you
2: think that the upload time should be random?
5: Monte was wondering the upload speed. Uh, to Redbubble, I don't know. I don't. I have like two shirts on Redbubble. I don't really sell there. Um, okay. So I'm just dealing with kind of her experience, which has been nothing but poor. <laughs> you know, she hired a VA. She logged in, set up the account, had him upload about 20 to 25 designs. And she's at work and she gets a text from her VA like, hey, the account has been banned. So no. that's really uh,
4: a short run there. That's a bummer, too. After you put all the time into it, it's like, yeah,
2: yeah. But- oh, I would be So pissed off. And especially if it's like, can you be clear? Answer my damn email. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
4: The fact that they ignore, I mean, I I probably I probably was just missed the magic number of four. I probably sent three emails. (laughs) And then, you know, they just were like, we're just not talking to you. So
5: but you but you got back on no problem.
4: Yeah, what I did was I was just like, well, whatever, you know, and I went off and did my own thing. And then like a year later, I was like, I'm just gonna open another account. So I just put like a different Email and right, a different right. banking. Yeah, I mean,
5: okay. they haven't
4: even said nothing. I, I really only have like fifty something up because I, I just the upload process is so horrendous. Yes, I didn't want to yeah. do it. And I wasn't ready to pay a VA for that platform yet, but I I think I will for Q4. You
5: know what upload process is great is T Public. Oh yeah, It's T-Public's so super good. Easy. Like Amazon should take a, a hint or two. From there upload the process is so simple. Title, now, tags, how many, boom.
2: How <laughs> many pods are you on, Neil? Uh, I mean
5: you really have one. Your- I I mean I, I sell a little bit on Etsy, I sell a little bit. I, I have a few on Redbubble, a few on TeePublic, but all my time is spent where the money is, which is mm-hmm. on Amazon. Yeah. That's where that's where 99% of the traffic is, so that's kind of mm-hmm. where I spend my time. Now, that's not to say I don't I I wanted to this year kind of expand that because I have all these designs. I might as well use them, but I've kind of been slacking in that department.
3: Yeah. Neil, where do you see merch going? Like, do you see for Amazon? Do you see um, a lot more products in the future? Do you still see it being as big as it is? In your opinion, what do you where do you see merch going in the future? Uh,
5: a lot bigger. I think. I think their goal is. I don't want to say what their goal is. I think they are going to end up destroying a lot of these other smaller PODs because they can't compete. Yeah. yeah. I, I, at least with, I mean, like Teespring, right? You had people that have to run Facebook ads, mm-hmm. and even then that stopped being profitable for some reason or another. But with Amazon, you, you have the customer base there. They're mm-hmm. all over the world. I can see it being international. You know, multiple, more products coming. I mean, why, why not if it's going to make Amazon money and they can print them? yeah so i think i think it's going to be huge i don't well think- doesn't I amazon think just so- come
4: into the market only with that intention they're not going to come in and just play in the the waiting pool you know what i mean they're gonna like dominate
5: everything <laughs> you think right but it, the program started for not us it started yeah. for app developers yeah and then they noticed like whoa we have barely any app developers working on this platform is all people like us and i <laughs>
1: i, I, re- I did it I did a post, um, you know, thinking Chris green, but I want to add to that because when it first came out, like when we both signed up, it, it said app developers. So if I had looked at it myself, I would have just passed it. Like I totally thought it had nothing to do. Like I didn't think that I was able to sign up, but he like carefully explained, like, I know it says app developers, but (laughs) we can
5: all apply. And I was like, Oh, like I had no idea. That column in there to run ads on like an app. Yeah, so I actually had a few apps back at the t- in the time. So I had to like translate them in order to put them on the Amazon store. And I tried it. I tried putting their like uh, as what it's called SDK inside and like selling a T-shirt didn't work at all at all. <laughs> it was like <laughs> no, I wasted a bunch of time I'm like this is awful. But I was selling organically, so I wasn't really complaining. But yeah, I think I think they definitely had to refocus. I don't when they came into the market, I don't really think they knew what they were doing. I mean, they had an mm. idea
1: no they had no idea
5: that's true what they they didn't really i don't think they imagined like what it was going to turn into at all i
1: don't think so either and i think they still haven't but i feel like eventually they will because it's just it's so wide open and there's so many products that could use this and amazon has the resources to make it so big so hopefully i think they're starting to figure it out they're starting to they're starting to (laughs)
5: I think I, uh, I, I think I think they have it figured out. I think it, now it's just a, t- uh, a matter of like time and resources. Because in mm-hmm. order to like print and ship this stuff, mm-hmm. you have to build the facility, train the workers, and buy the printers. Yeah. yeah, and that's like a lot. Especially if you're gonna try to go international, now you have to build stuff overseas. You know, there's different right. international mm-hmm. laws, and that stuff takes time. Which mm-hmm. we're all impatient. <laughs> we all want to sell it now. But <laughs> yeah, I could see it being at
4: some point. Who knows how many years in the future that every warehouse would potentially have a printer there to ship out for for free same day orders. I Um, could see that. Why not? I mean, once they get the system down and they were like, okay, this is what we need to do for every single warehouse we want to put one in, Mm -hmm. you know, like if it's in your state, typically they offered the same day.
5: Well, when we were in Seattle, they were actually talking about, you know, going from order to print in like under an hour.
0: The, wow. I don't know yeah. Exactly
5: what they said. But, like, that was their goal is to yeah. they get an order, it goes through, it's printed, it's shipped 40 awesome. minutes or something. You know, get wow. it in the house. We don't want to see it, but we want to get it fulfilled as well. Once possible. they
4: get their but robots in place. in place, right? Yes.
5: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you went and saw a facility and everything and talked to Amazon or talked to Merch?
5: Uh, no. Um, Ken went okay. to look at the facility. but. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm talking. We we had there was a conference in Seattle. Oh, the
1: licensing thing.
5: No, 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 no. That was in. Oh, Vegas. a year ago. Right? A year ago in Seattle, and oh. we had some special guests that talked to us.
3: Oh, nice. Okay,
5: well, I wasn't there, unfortunately.
3: <laughs> you know, did you apply for that merch collab? Uh,
5: I did. I did. I'm still waiting. Like, yeah, almost, yeah.
1: I'm almost. still waiting too. You know, I haven't heard anything.
5: You know, what kind of sucks though. Is. Back it up. There was a program called uh, Fan Art. It's mm-hmm. what Merch Club is now, and they were personally inviting people, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Melissa, my girlfriend, got an invite for it, and it allowed you to upload like your artwork and your sketches and like actual evidence that you knew what you were doing. So it's great. And she finally got around to doing it, and then they're like, "Oh, you need to apply for Collab." Clab or whatever you're gonna call it and the collab thing is like one little box like why do you want to design for us (laughs) no you can't you can't attach your like examples or because like i have an illustrator working for me i can just say like hey give me 10 sketches i'll show them 10 sketches like look i know exactly what's going on here but you can't really show that darn we'll we'll see i'm interested to see like how that platform kind of grows because it has to grow hand-in-hand with the brands. Like, if they're not bringing enough brands on board, they're not going to have enough I feel like
1: it could be so big. Because what brand – I mean, I feel like a lot of brands would want to work with Amazon. I mean, why not? Especially
3: when they see fans putting up or attempting to put up copycats Mm -hmm. on merch. Like, sometimes you'll see people will put stuff in that's totally trademarked, that's a ripoff of of someone's brand. And – and, and, you know, for instance, I mean, that's kind of what Brett um, and Link did. I mean, they said, yeah, we had fans that was uploading stuff to, to Amazon that's not our brand, but based on Good Mythical Morning. So it was another reason why that they kind of lended their brand to that merch collab.
5: Well, and another thing is, too, on the other side, if you're not a brand and you're not – I wouldn't consider myself a designer by any means. I think most people aren't designers. I think what they're really going for is the people that, you know, if a brand says, I like that idea, but I want this, this, and this, then you can go and like actually sketch it out. Right. And I think that's going to like, I don't know, make a lot of people in the community kind of upset because they're like, I want a chance to do that. But I think Amazon is more focused on the actual designer that can kind of create these products handmade almost, if you will, for the brands, but we'll see. Nice.
1: Well, we're getting to have it be over an hour. So, um, Neil, did you want to say anything more about your blog or how people can find Merch Informer?
5: People should read the blog, which most people don't. So
2: they should read it. Thank you. I read it. No, seriously, your blog has been an incredible resource for me, almost just as much so as Merch Informer itself. So, I, yeah, that blog, y'all, gold.
5: Well, I put a oh. lot of work into like writing out those stupid long articles, and then uh-huh. and then and then to have people like not even read past the first sentence and then ask a question. Well, if it I'm like you it's makes feel any better.
2: Sentence. If it makes you feel any better, I literally have like a notebook full of notes just from your blog. So, that's crazy. oh, that's I good. love your blog. <laughs> awesome. Don't stop writing. Yeah, and Neil, and, and the case studies, like. Do more of those. Mm-hmm. I'll be a case study. You want, you know. Anytime you
5: want you? See, we kind of like finished that though. So I don't, I don't know you what's You need a next. new one. You need yeah. a new
2: target. You I definitely like need a Amy study. to be a case
1: study. No. All right. We'll,
4: no. we'll see. We'll see. Monty, Monty World says he loves your blogs, helped uh, his friends That's and good. family as well. Yeah. And anytime
1: you make a new blog post, just post it in our group.
4: Um, okay. So yeah.
1: Get more people to look at it. I think people,
4: people forget that you have it.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and guys, the blog is linked in the description. So definitely make sure you click on it and save it. Yeah, definitely.
5: And if there's anything I should write about, because I kind of run out of ideas sometimes,
1: let me know. Oh, do a poll. That's what Amy Nicholas does all the time for her video. She does a poll in the group. Like, she puts a couple different ideas. Um, so anytime, if you want to put a poll in the group of what people are looking for, um, it helps a lot.
5: Perfect. I'll can do I that. ask
2: for a for a feature
5: for Merchant yes, Format? <laughs> we we have a long list of stuff we're working on, but sure.
2: All right, so y'all's uh, shakers and movers is yes. wonderful. Can I have a heart yes. button though?
5: A what button?
2: A heart
3: button. So I can oh, favorite, uh, a that famous thing.
5: button. That is yeah. in the list. Oh, okay. it's in the list. It's, <laughs> I don't know how far down it is, but
4: we have a really long like
5: spreadsheet going. <laughs>
4: We got Ken Real on the show. Hi, Ken. Uh, he was selfish.
5: What's up, Ken? Ken, I got some special words for you. Wait. <laughs> oh, man. Ken said that he wanted to
1: go after you so that he could correct everything you say wrong.
5: all those as you guys were talking.
1: <laughs> he's, he's like, I need to go after Neil. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Thank oh, goodness. Anyway, well, we really appreciate you coming on. This has been a lot of fun.
4: Thanks yeah, you're such me. a nice guy. You really there was are. one other question that was kind of way back up. Uh, hang on a second. Someone asked about the quality. Dana asked about the quality of the pop sockets. Are oh, they good? I have good? dropped yeah. this
5: phone more than I can like even remember and it's still hanging on just fine. I have never taken it off.
1: I can't wait to get a merch money one. I really want to do the contest, but nobody has Nobody has access yet, so I have to wait. <laughs> but I, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be rocking that Merge Money pop socket everywhere.
5: All you're gonna do is just fiddle with it. You're gonna pop it in and pop it out over and over again. Yeah,
1: it's so guys, annoying. start thinking of ideas, because I, oh my gosh, I want it. <laughs> so, uh, anybody have anything else to say or add? Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you, you. Thank thank you. you for March
3: Informer. And anytime Thanks that you, you
1: yeah, anytime that you have an update with Merge Informer, I mean, just let us know. We can always uh, let everybody know, and maybe have you back on the show or whatever you want. Cool. So,
5: all right, it's gonna be real soon, by the way.
1: Awesome! Yay! Awesome! And if you ever want to do-, do four talk if you ever want to do a giveaway we're we're doing a big giveaway for uh when we hit 1000 subscribers by the way guys subscribe we always forget to say that
5: <laughs> please
1: subscribe and then also um for facebook
0: group hit we're
5: gonna the be bell doing- hit the you gotta tell me yes. hit the bell
1: hit the bell but for facebook we might have hit it during this show we were only a few people away from hitting 2000 so we're going to be doing a big giveaway for that we already have several uh giveaways lined up so
5: C- count, me in count me in on that what i said count <laughs> me in on that We'll talk.
1: Yay! 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 oh my gosh <laughs> guys that is like huge so i really appreciate that awesome. all right all right guys well thank you all for watching we had so many people watching the whole time so thank you neil and you must have brought some people along <laughs> so. <laughs> but all right guys have a all good right, night guys.
0: Have a good night.
1: Um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Oh, no, we won't see you next week. We, uh, July 2nd, we're, we're off. But the following Monday, we'll be there. Have a wonderful 4th of July, everyone. And uh, we'll be back the following week. Good night. Right. Good night.
0: Bye.